0: Welcome to Lessons Learned from a Woman of Valor podcast, featuring life lessons that will uplift, amuse, and inspire you. Each week, Joyce will reveal many lessons she has learned as an author, women's ministry leader, life coach, and minister. Sit up. Pay attention. Now here's your host, Joyce Calvin.
1: Beauty for Ashes Sister to Sister Support for the Abused Woman Chapter 8 Steps to Wholeness There are many paths you can take to achieve spiritual and emotional healing. I have chosen to call them steps. In order to climb natural steps you have to place one foot in front of the the other. The process is the same when you are seeking healing for your emotions. You have to take one step at a time. As you begin your journey toward healing, it may seem that you are not making any progress. Sometimes it may appear as if you are moving very slowly, merely inching your way along. Don't be discouraged. Just keep on climbing and moving. Just as long as there is movement you will reach your destination. Hang in there and keep trusting and believing. In the following pages I have listed some steps I believe will help you on your road to recovery. Of course, healing does not quite evolve in the nice knee steps as outlined here. You do need to go through all of the steps listed to ensure that you have worked through all of your issues Just remember, healing is a process that could take a lifetime. Be patient and allow God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to peel back the layers of pain, hurt, anger, frustration, and resentment that have built up in your soul. Step five, let it go. In order for a person to heal from the effects of trauma, they must go through a process called letting it go. Many people confuse this with the concepts of burying, pushing it down, not dealing with it, or not addressing the feelings associated with the trauma. These feelings and emotions can be very painful and difficult to talk about. However, burying the feelings associated with the trauma does not work. When people don't face or address their feelings of shame, rage, guilt, or terror, they will end up oozing it into other parts of their life. Before a person can let go, they have to first deal with what has happened to them. This can also be one of the hardest things you will ever have to do. In order for your spirit to heal and for you to be completely whole, you have to let go of the past. The past is yesterday. It is irretrievable, which means you can't get that time back. You have to let go of dead situations. You can't receive a dead relationship and dead people. You will never forget them, but you must accept that they are gone and will not return again. Continue to love them and remember them, but let them rest in peace. So how do you let go? According to the dictionary, let go means to relax one's hold on, to free, to release. It's analogous to clasping a butterfly in your hand and then opening your hand and watching it fly away. It sounds simple, but letting go can be very hard to put into practice. Don't forget to ask God to help you let go. I have never been able to let go of anything by myself. God has always had to help me, whether it was letting go of a bad relationship or a deceased loved one. God has always been there to help me. Don't be too proud to ask for his help. He is more than willing and able to help you. When you truly let go of your past, you should feel a release in your spirit. You should also feel lighter, and experience an overall sense of relief. Some people think it's holding on that makes you strong. Sometimes it's letting go. Letting go has never been easy, but holding on can be as difficult. Yet strength is measured not by holding on, but by letting go, author unknown. When one door of happiness closes, another opens, But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one that has been opened for us, all the unknown. I would like to thank my guest, Latrice Carpenter, for sharing with us about her thoughts on letting it go, one of the steps to wholeness. Latrice is a life coach, strategist, entrepreneur, and speaker. Thank you, Latrice. Now, can you tell us what letting it go means to you?
2: Let it go. What does letting go mean to me? I think of the Bible verse, Philippians 3.13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. What is something that I had to let go of? I was faced with the decision to either leave the man I loved or to pursue a God I barely even knew. The challenges I faced was Releasing the familiar, that place of comfort, to go after the familiar, the unfamiliar place, that place that would cause me to release the control over my life to God. What did I learn about letting go? I'm learning in life that we have to get used to letting go to make room for the blessings God wants to do in our lives.
1: Peace and blessings to you and yours. Thanks for listening. God bless. Wasn't that
0: powerful? Thank you for listening to Lessons Learned from a Woman of Valor podcast with your host, Joyce Calvin. If you have enjoyed this episode, and I'm sure you did, please follow Joyce on Instagram at LessonsFromAWOV and on Twitter at LessonsFromAWOV. You can also listen on Spotify, Apple, Google, or anywhere you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening, my friend, and make your day a great one.